Welcome to Coding the Future with Dr. Sharon Jones. This is an education-based show focusing on tech careers and how to incorporate the important aspects of technology in your current work. Each show brings you closer to tech success. Now, here's your host, Dr. Sharon Jones. Hello, and welcome to Coding the Future with Dr. Sharon Jones. I am thrilled to have you back for another episode. Over the past few weeks, we have had the opportunity to speak with amazing guest experts to give their thoughts and influence on how we are going to code the future with new tech skills, with leadership, and beyond. This week is a really special week for me because I am having the opportunity to interview and chat with three of my most favorite young ladies that are a part of my nonprofit, Dottie Rose Foundation. I don't talk often about all of the things that I do or how my career has been, but one, one area that I'm very, very proud of is over the past three years, I have uh, founded and cultivated an organization called the Dottie Rose Foundation. You may have heard me mention it or heard it in an advertisement. And the foundation is named in honor of my grandmother, Dorothy Rose Moore, who was an inspiration to me. She always guided and loved and supported me no matter what I did and always told me I could be anything I ever wanted. My mom equally is in that same fashion, but there's a special relationship between um, a granddaughter and a grandmother. The purpose of the Dottie Rose Foundation is to help young, woman, young women find their passion in technology and be able to navigate this world of computer science, understand their place, find their voice. And we do this through a variety of different methods, including summer camps, workshops, and programs. So, I am really, really excited for you all to meet three of the young women that have been a part of our programs, and they're going to share a little bit about their experience with Dottie Rose, but more importantly, we're going to talk about how they have used this chance, this opportunity, this work with us at Dottie Rose to help themselves grow and navigate their own thoughts and process around what they'd like their career to be how they have um, grown in their technical skills, and how they've grown in their confidence. So I'd like to introduce you to Whitley Riles, Olivia Stevens, and Ava Passaro. So Ava Louise Passaro, let me say that, that more, more perfectly. So Whitley, I'm going to start with you. I'd like for you to take just a minute and tell us uh, who you are, and maybe just a few sentences about um, you know, what you like to do, and um, just say hello to everybody. Hi, my name is Whitley. I am 14. I'm going to the ninth grade, and um, I'm really looking forward to looking into computer science for my career, and Sharon has really helped me um, look into computer science because I really didn't know a lot about it until I met her. Um, a fact about me is that I love to paint. You know, I didn't know that about you. Really? Yeah. I, didn't, I mean, I knew that you liked art, but I don't think I knew that you really, really loved to paint. What all, what yeah. all do you like to paint? I mean, I know I'm thinking probably something around landscapes, but am I kind of close on that? 
it's really a it's really I just like to do a lot of abstract art. Oh, perfect. That's awesome. All right, Miss Olivia, can you tell us who you are? Hi, my name is Olivia Stevens. I'm 12 years old. I'm going to the eighth grade and I have, I love to dance and I love to play volleyball. Um, I would love to like work in somewhere with fashion and coding on the same because those are some things that are like really close to me, especially going to Dottie Rose camps and me experiencing more and them showing me what I can really do outside of like something that men or like any women would say you should just do. They have really shown me that you can go out your comfort zone and you can do so much more than what you're limited to. So, yeah. Well, that just makes my heart sing. I love that you said that, Miss Olivia. And I do think, and we've talked quite often about how fashion is such a tech forward industry because there's so much that goes into not only creating the fashion, but then marketing it and selling it and figuring out what exactly or how you're going to make a business out of something you love. She's nodding. Okay, Miss Ava Louise, you're up next. Hi, my name is Ava Louise. Um, I have been with the Dottie Rose Foundation for three years and over these three years I have learned so much more about coding that when I'm in my school um, computer classroom when we're doing all this coding stuff and the dance.org I know a lot more about it and when I when we do more coding about it it's I know it all, and it really helps me when I'm doing coding on my home computer, when I'm playing these games, because before, I was like, what, what, what's this? I, I don't know what this means, and I was, I was struggling until I actually started in a nice study or foundation class. And one fact about me is I really love art and crafts. I love to make slime and do artistic stuff. <laughs> I love roller skating and ice skating. I could go on, but... No, I think that's great. Yeah. You know, slime is very scientific. You have to yeah. make all those molecules come together to make it slimy, right? I have some right here. <laughs> you have some right there. <laughs> of course yeah. you do. Of course I do. Um, of course you do. Of course so, I do. I want to ask you guys a couple of questions. So you all have been so thoughtful and saying nice things about what we've done with the organization. And, and that is my goal is, was to be able to provide a, a space where young women could come and learn about computer science. In my role as a computer science educator over the past 20 years uh, or so, I have seen the decline in female representation or those that identify as a female in my coding classes, in learning more about what is computer science. And, and understand that with our work, we talk a lot about coding, but we also talk about el other elements around computer science. Whitley, I have a question for you. And I want you, I mean, and this is not necessarily, I mean, the exposure that you've had through my organization, of course, has helped you. But before you even could think about coding or computer science, what was your thought? What was your impression about computer science or coding before you had any exposure, even within school or with Dottie Rose? Um, 
Well, computer science, all I really knew about it before I met you and um, I, and you taught me more about it was really that it was just about coding. That's about it. And it's really more than I, I really just didn't know a lot about it until I met you, to be honest. I just knew that it was a lot to, to do with coding. Like, that's really it. And do you see now that we have done a lot with data? And design. Yes. yes. And, and algorithms. Lots of algorithms. And that we talk a lot about conditional statements that if you do this, then. Right. Yes. Um, and that coding's a part of it. Coding is one element, but it's not the only element that we talk about in computer science. I had shared this with you guys before, but I want to share it with our listeners as well. When we think about the number of women that are in the technical field, it is. It is low. It is growing for sure. And there has been movement and change that has happened. But if we talk about a few statistics, 57% of professional occupations in the U.S. workforce in 2019 are held by women. Only 20%, 26%, excuse me, percent of the professional computing occupations are held by women. So only 20% of professional computing occupations are held by women. 57% of professional occupations are held by women. And only 18% are of women are chief information officers somewhere or chief technical officers in, in the entire U.S. And this is from 2019. There are 4 million jobs that are going to be coming up in computing um, expected by 2028. I mean, that's a huge number. And there is huge potential for women or those that identify as, as women to find their role in technology or in computer science. Olivia, after hearing those numbers, what does that make you think? And how... Do you believe that being a part of an organization like Dottie Rose is helping you to change those numbers? Hearing those numbers, it just makes me think of how much we can do so much more by numbers growing and that like, this is not a man's world. Like women can do exact the same thing, but that also comes in on difference of how much they pay. So thinking about it on women, it's like, tearing us down because it's like we work the same as men but we don't get the same appreciation so hearing that and seeing that there's more jobs coming up I do want women to start like getting in more higher positions and in being with Dottie Rose it does make me want to do more with technology and do more in the tech field and try and change the numbers that you just told me to like a higher more to like near 50 or like 40 percent to increase the percentage, do you think that part of that comes from confidence that we as females um, gaining confidence in our skill set helps us have a, a voice at the table? It definitely comes with confidence in like standing up to what you believe in. Because if you believe that you can do something in the tech world, it's just like it makes you feel stronger and better about yourself because you just don't have to sit sit and feel like you can't do it because of something that happens to you. So it definitely comes with confidence, in my opinion. 
And Whitley, let me ask you this question. You have been a part of several different camps and we've learned a couple of different programming languages. Would you say you're a master at any of them yet? No, not at all. But no. do you believe that you have the skill set to continue to learn to master? Of course. Of course, I believe in that. So let me say something to you because I think this is really interesting. Whitley um, and Olivia are both helping me this week with a, uh, and Ava Louise has been a part of this as well, um, an HTML CSS camp. But it's been a little while since we dug into that. Whitley, tell me about what that experience has been. We haven't coded like that in a while, but you said something to me the other day about how, oh, it's starting to come back. It's starting to come back. Mm-hmm. I was saying that because, um, you know, you really have to practice and, and you have to remember, you have to, you know, you have to study the art of code and you, and that's how you process the, um, the, you, you process the making of how you do different things and how you make a website and how you make a game. Like you have to study the concept of it. Mm -hmm. So you were saying, I think we were working on making um, some paragraphs and lists and putting in links and you're like, oh, yeah, now I remember. I remember you do this and we have to open the tag and we have to close the tag. Yep. And it's kind of like riding a bike sometimes, right? You've learned how to do it, but if you don't practice, yep. it's not that you forget totally, but you've got to go back and re-pick up that skill again. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I, I noticed that, um, and I noticed that Olivia was doing the same thing and Ava Louise. But Ava Louise, I want to ask you a question. And this, is, um, this goes a little bit to the organization, but before you came to a Dottie Rose camp, had you had most, uh, very okay. much exposure to computer science? All right. Well, I was barely on the computer, but when I was, was I didn't know what to do at all. I was like, this, like, well, my mom was like, go on to this so that you can learn with your teacher. And I was like, I, well, I don't know what it is. And when I came to you guys, actually, I remember how it happened. <laughs> um, so basically, I started learning more and more and adding on to the coding concept of computers. Mm -hmm. It actually helped me learn more about how to use the computers, how to search stuff up more, how mm -hmm. to create your own websites, which what we're doing with the... Gidget Girls? Oh, yes, the Gidget Girls. <laughs> I forgot the name of what we're doing in the Gidget Girls. That's Okay. Um, you got the main concept. We're making a web page. That's what we're working on. We're learning concept. HTML and we're learning CSS, yes, which is cascading. HTML. There you go. Yes. There we go. And it, it, it just helped me out so much. I probably wouldn't be even be on this if I didn't know how to use an iPad or computer. <laughs> well, let me ask you this question. This so, is something you've eloquently said before, but you ended up coming to one of my camps um, and we actually yes. met through um, a workshop that I was doing at one of our local community colleges. But what has, yes. made you, what has made you stay, Ava Louise? Why have you stayed to keep coming back to learn more? 
And I know it's because I'm amazing, but besides that, I'm just joking. Yes. They're rolling their eyes at you me just for this. You are amazing, though. You, I did not. <laughs> I did not. You are amazing. Okay. The other so, two might be rolling their eyes. You know, they're, they're in their teens these days, and you're there. Mm. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> okay. I have been waiting for this question. I hope I still have it because I – okay. So I have been coming back again. Because, Dr. Sharon, you have been, like, you put art and fun into coding. You change it up every single time trying to find different things to keep us coming to make us have more fun than what we do in normal coding. Like, we could be just sitting there learning coding and not doing anything else. But we do art, and we just, we have so much fun with it. What did you get? Oh, well, well, first of all, thank you. So you <laughs> like the um, art? I know art is a big I like draw. The art. I love art, art. Almost art is really what most of you like. But what do we do um, in our Maker Collective camp? Can you give a couple of examples of the some of the um, products that you made? From last week. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we made soaps. And we actually made lotion as well. I'm going to try and describe them. Well, we also made bracelets, bracelets with actual beads that are made out of wood and all this other cool stuff from different countries and places. And we actually have all this stuff around. We've been um, doing designing, like, yes, designing. And, um, my gosh, we on on of. Last week, Friday, and the end of the week, basically, uh, we actually had our own shops, and we sold mm-hmm. our stuff there. We made tie-dye scrunchies, tie-dye masks, mm-hmm. calligraphy cards, and when I looked around at all the shops, before you knew it, everything was sold out. It was pretty yeah. impressive, I have to say. Yeah, we had some we had some parents come and be able to pick up some things from their shops and we talked a lot about cool. yeah, the algorithms behind making a bracelet, the chemistry yes. behind making a soap, and then mm-hmm. once you make that soap, what are you going to do with it, right? You how do you package we're it in have order soap. to Mhm. And we talked well, about we're pricing. Have soap, but- so yeah. one of the things that I talk a lot about with computer science is the plastic flowers. The plastic flowers, that's right. It just keeps coming. And we talked a little bit about the data piece in terms of pricing and marketing and then how do we do that so we drive people to purchase our items because data is the core of what makes business run and really at the core is what makes computer science actionable yes. because if you develop a product or a website that people aren't going to go to or use, then why do it, right? Exactly. So, um, Whitley, what has made you uh, stay or come back to learn more about computer science and what we're doing um, in our organization? I keep going to Daddy Rose camps. I keep going to Daddy Rose camps, not only because I love Sharon and all the people I get to meet, but the real reason is because computer science has really became my passion, and I love going to learn new things. That's why I keep well, going I like to your it. camps. Well, I love <laughs> it. I love it. But I, and you know what? I think I appreciate that because I, part of, you know, part of what we 
work to do is continue to create content that's going to be relevant to you all so that you find it interesting and exciting. Olivia, you said something, well, maybe your mom dubbed this, but um, it, it melted my heart and it also made me realize that this is the re, you know, part of the reason why, but you said, I'm going to Dottie Rose all summer long. Or maybe your mom said that because you were going to come to several of the camps and it really just actually made me cry. Let me just put it that way. But I'd like to ask you, why do you keep coming back? What is it about that you're beginning to see about the discipline or about the way we interact that is changing your perception of computer science and technology? I keep coming back, not because the atmosphere is so great. Everyone's so positive. Everyone I meet, they're so nice. But also because it's showing me I can create my own business. And from last week's Makers Camp, I actually told my mom I wanted to make a break make a bracelet making business so we went to Michael's and like Hobby Lobby and I bought all my stuff to like start making stuff and it's all over there on my desk it's like crates with like all jewels and I have some in the bottom of it like this pink box I have like wire cutters like all this stuff to make start making a business and this week with Gidget Girl that's making me realize I can make my own website but everything that's going into computer science shows me all that so Mm-hmm. Coming back to Dottie Rose just shows all the progress that I have because my first camp was fashion camp. So I didn't know nothing about coding. Like it was just so blank. And I heard of you from my mom's coworker, Miss mm-hmm. Houghton, which is a really good friend of yours. So then when we went to that camp, I heard about so much more and I just want to keep coming back and coming back. And I met a lot of friends on the way, like Whitley and Ava Louise. And yeah. Well, that, you know, that, that leads to something that is really important in terms of when we start thinking about learning and growing as community. Part of my mission has always been to create an organization based, based on faith, family, and fellowship. And what I mean by that is that we come together as a community and support one another. So, when you are learning a new skill, and this, this attests to any piece, whether it is a technical skill or you're learning to make something new, you may not get it right on the first time. And I am know for a fact that each one of you can say that you probably did not get it right on the first time. Whenever you learned, we, uh, in the fashion camp, the first fashion camp we did, we learned how to use a software called Clo, and we had to create 3D um, patterns. And believe me, we all were a little struggling the first couple of times. And, but eventually we got the hang of it and how it was to work. And it's, it is a industry standard now to be able to create some type of 3D imagery for fashion because people want to see what it looks like on them. We've, uh, the way we shop has changed. And I know that when we started developing web pages or when we have started to learn how to, to code a new video game, we did we also did some coding of animation in the spring and all of us were like, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. You know, we would do it and then we think it would work and it wouldn't. So we'd have to go back and try again. And that is part of the art of learning how to problem solve. And then no matter what language you learn, you can figure out how to um, work, your, work your way through it. I want to ask before, we're going to head off to break here in just a few minutes, but I want to ask you one, uh, another question before we break and then we come back. We're going to dig into a little bit about how we can continue to grow this pipeline. But 
based on the work that you have done over the past year or so within um, not just with computer with Dottie Rose, but even the opportunity then to enroll in classes at your school. What is something, a concept that you've learned, a technical concept that has stuck with you that is something you're, you didn't know you could use or do, but now are doing? Whitley, do you want to take that one first? Um, sure. <laughs> one thing that I've learned that has stuck is probably algorithms of social media. It shows how to get yourself noticed and how to get people's attention. The algorithms of social media can be used as a stepping stone to get your business going, especially if you don't know where to start. So we talked a little bit about that in, the, in Fashion Camp in particular because what we were mentioning was the rise of TikTok. Yeah. And how there aren't products currently being sold on TikTok, but it is in beta. But mm -hmm. we talked in particular about Instagram and even YouTube. Yep. And what mm -hmm. makes your product or your video move up on the, in the algorithm? Likes and mostly comments. Likes and mostly comments. And so we looked at the flow chart to say, like, if... I know we were thinking too, like if, so it's kind of like if, if you and I are friends, I yep. will see your post, but Ava Louise may not see it unless right. there are lots of comments that happen so, yeah. on, on your Instagram post. Right. Olivia, what is something that you have learned that stuck out to you that you didn't know? Target market and advertising. When you start a business, you have to have your target. You have to know who you're going to sell to and where you're going to start from. Especially what Willie said, social media is a great way to start when you don't know anything about what you're doing. It just all, it just all is based on people that you know and people, and when they buy stuff, it's going to start to spread to other people and then the people that they spread to is going to spread. So it just spreads outward and outward until it's, finally like viral and you can just keep on selling stuff and getting your profit money back. I love it. You did um, some work with our digital lens camp where you learned a little bit about how to take photos that are attract people. Is there one piece of that that really stuck in with you about how when you're getting ready to sell your bracelets, how you're going to position them or take the photos to be able to put on social media? Yes, so there are different types of views, and then, I can't remember, it's like third, third sense. The it's rule of some, thirds. The rule of thirds, that's what it is. And it's like, you have to have space, but no extra space to where it, the photo's like completely like cut. So, and then there's like worms view, there's like straight view, birds view. It's all, it's all very like technical, and you have to get with you have to remember that to like take good pictures for your brand right so because it, you the, the better you the the more interesting the picture it is it's more likely they'll be attracted to want to buy it got it perfect all right Ava Louise what is one thing that you have learned one thing that I have learned wait is it learned or stuck with stuck with Okay, one thing that has stuck with me is I remember we've done a couple camps with creating our own game 
it, it seems really simple to me. And the fact that I'm learning how to make new games every single time I do it. And we're using these coding blocks. And that the te- you and the other teachers from Microsoft are mm-hmm. teaching us in a way that they always teach at their own pace. Like, uh, sometimes I hear, I'm not trying to be picky or anything, but some teachers that I meet that are in a rush, they could be kind of quick, mm-hmm. but um, you and your workers and helpers and all the other people from Microsoft go slow and check on everyone to see if they've caught up and got everything right. It's really fun for me, and it makes me feel more confident about myself when I make more and more of these games. Well, you know what? I like what you said. It's practice. Practice, 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 practice. We have to practice it, right? um, Whitley even touched on that, too, about having to go back and continue to practice. And you're right. Sometimes you have to move slow because learning learning to program is like learning a foreign language. Like, it'd be hard for me to learn Spanish just off the top of the bat right now. I would be struggling. You can't be perfect the first time. You cannot. And with that, we're going to take a quick break and come back with these three wonderful young ladies. Thank you for joining us, and we'll be right back. From face-to-face training to blended training techniques, the DOT Consulting delivers distinct advantage for organizations looking to grow. We help you invest in technology knowledge through training, experimental learning, and community connections. Employees create an overall collective sharpness, savviness, and greater productivity using technology as a tool, thus increasing the technological speed and quality of the expertise in your organization. The DOT Consulting, a new level of tech savvy. Visit the.consulting.co. The world needs more women with tech skills. At the Dottie Rose Foundation, we encourage, support, and educate girls who have an interest in technology and want to learn how it can be used to enhance their learning and future careers. Our camps demonstrate that most future career paths will benefit from developing a wide range of increasingly important technology and software skills. We accomplish this through mastering computational thinking, boosting self-confidence, and creating new possibilities for each girl. Visit DottieRoseFoundation.org. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Coding the Future with Dr. Sharon Jones. We invite you to connect with the show today by calling in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Sharon at the.consulting.co. Now, back to Coding the Future. And welcome back to Coding the Future. I still have the three amazing young ladies with me here to chat a little bit more about their experience in working with us at Dottie Rose Foundation. But in addition to how we can, this time we're going to dig in a little bit about how can we continue to motivate other young women to see that they too can find their place in computer science and technology 
and leadership, because that's equally as important. Once you move into the role of in, in the eco space of tech, we also want other women's voices to be heard at the leadership table. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. I want to make note that when we start talking about the word pipeline, it can often be thrown around and it's used sometimes as a buzzword. And it's hard to always put numbers on what is a pipeline, what is changing the workforce in tech, what is moving the pendulum with women in the workforce. And I don't know that there's an easy answer to that. What I do know is that part of the way we are going to make this change and the way that we prepare our young people is by providing opportunities, by putting these girls in places where they can be exposed to different types of careers and technical roles and begin to find what makes their own heart beats a little bit faster. What is their drum beat? What is their unique genius? I've mentioned this before in my talks and that I have four buckets that I manage my work around and that is around data, design, infrastructure, and programming. And the three young women have talked a little bit about how they have used data and design and programming and even infrastructure in terms of how they are building or wanting to build their business and what tech they're going to use for that in all of my camps, because it takes all of those pieces to come together to really make computer science and the world of technology move forward. In order to be innovative, we have to also have all different types of uh, brains and voices at the table. And the really artistic, which you heard Ava Louise mention, she loved the art. So her ability to be able to design is really integral to us being able to build a great website or a great app or even a software that a user is going to find easy to use. So girls, I want to talk just a few minutes about what are your thoughts on how can we help encourage other young women to embrace technology and think about it differently than what their perception may be. And if that perception is just around gaming or maybe it's thinking about robotics, sometimes uh, robotics can be seen as a male-dominated area, but how do we help encourage other young ladies to think about tech? Ava Louise, I'm going to start with you. Your hand is up, and I love it. And she's giggling. Okay. So I think we could have girls start at a young age and we could look at what most girls are inter interested, in interested in compared to boys and create classes around that in schools. I know colleges are renaming computer science classes so girls would be interested. Girls like to talk, maybe something more attractive. <laughs> Would you like to talk? It's a, it's a great thing. I love to talk. <laughs> so you think something around community. So what, what, what are some other interests that you have as a young lady? What are some of the other things that you like to do besides art? Besides artwork, I would like, I really love to, uh, I'd love to bake. Mm -hmm. We could have like little, 
I'm not saying we could have it by ovens, but we could have something where it's like maybe just. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it could be fun if we do like you could just do like an art class of drawing your own um, baking thing, mm-hmm. and you could oh you turn mean, like, innovate in. like think about designing yeah. a new type of way to bake. Yeah, it's like a, way a, a bake, but we oh, could also do like a we could also do a coding baking class for a little bit of the older kids, yep. maybe even the younger kids if they have an older kid by them. Mm-hmm. You could think about, this goes back to algorithms that Whitley mentioned, you know, a recipe is an algorithm. It's the steps yeah. you take to execute whatever you're going to create. And once you've got a good recipe, it becomes automated. That's what become, that's what a cookbook is, is basically a series of automated recipes, right? Yes. So for me, you could think about how we could create that and actually create a code and app where we mm-hmm. could add all those recipes in, Right. Or I love, 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 love your idea of engineering a new baking gadget. I want to say baking gadget. <laughs> maybe a new dessert. Who knows? Or a new dessert. Who knows? All kinds of things. Who knows? Yeah. Whitley, would you like to go next? What are some ideas that you have to help attract more ladies <laughs> to the world of, of CS and tech? Um. Some words to encourage some women, some other girls. Um, one way to encourage girls in tech is by doing what we're doing today, um, maybe more of this, and mm-hmm. by having conversations and letting girls know that they can explore the world of tech too. They can do what they want to do. They can. Um, they. It's, it doesn't have to be only men in tech. We want more girls in tech. We encourage girls to join camps and look into tech and coding because so there what are, do you like, say like, to somebody who says Whitley I just don't think tech is for me I, I, I you know I'm not good at math what would you say I, say, I, I would say did you try <laughs> did you mm-hmm. try did you look into it or did you just give up I think that you should look more into it and if you don't like it then you don't like it but I'm I encourage you to look more into it and to maybe, maybe try, maybe look at a different perspective than just, than just um, saying that I'm not good at math and, and stuff like that. Cause not everyone has to be good at math just to be, just to look into coding. No, I mean, math is a part of it, right? It's a part. Yeah. We need to understand some mathematics, some basic mathematical skills, which almost yeah. all of us can do. We can add, subtract, multiply, divide. Right. And if you can't, there's this magical thing called a calculator. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. So, but the, what other things do you do? Like, uh, you know, if you think about when we're sitting down to think about planning a website, right? It's not mm-hmm. just about coding. What else do you have to do when you're planning to make a website? Um, you have to think about the audience. You have to think about what colored schemes you will want to use and um, maybe what type of words and language you would want to use and content you would want to use for a website. You know, the programming piece really comes last because let's think about um, Olivia's business. If she's going to start her business with creating her bracelets, right? Olivia, we talked a little bit about this, but who do you think is going to be your target market? 
more people that are in college to adults like 25 to like mid upper like and, and you're doing that because why because they're the ones that have the most money there you go yeah I, I would totally agree with you on that so if that's your market and we start coding right now have we really thought through what we want your website to look like no so we have to do a little bit of planning and project management around that before we even dive in. I mean, I know we're learning, you're learning the code of how to do it, but before you create your own website, just like Whitley said, you need to think about your colors. You need to think about the layout. You need to think about the content that you're going to put on there. You probably also need to think about the links, like how many pages do you want on your website? Like if you were to, if I was to ask you right now, what would be the main links you would want to have on your website? I mean, we know, of course, to shop. But other than that, would there be another page you like want to? About me. Mm -hmm. um, what are the bracelets made out of? Policy. policy. Love it. So materials. And, yeah. About the company. A and place like to shop. Mm -hmm. And like policy with sending, if you didn't like it, sending back. It just comes with a lot. Right. And maybe something about me too. Of course. So would you sketch that out first before you started coding? Of course. You always want to you always want to sketch something out before you just jump on it and like do it. You what always else have you learned to do that. Miss Miss Whitley Riles, I know your mom is one of the top English teachers I've ever met. What is she would she say that that is doing? When you're thinking about, I'm um, just putting her on the spot, y'all. She's giving me a very crazy <laughs> look if y'all could see her through that. Um, and when you're thinking about, what is that piece called? Like when you're, when you're thinking about writing a story or you're thinking about writing a paper, what do you do first? Plan. Plan. The word is brainstorm. There it is. That's right. Brainstorm and start sketching it out because you got to get your ideas down on paper, Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, for me, that's the same way. So then, Olivia, once we would get your ideas down, the next step would really just start to be what we call wireframing it, where we'd start to really sketch out what it's going to look like. And that's using something called user experience or user interface. And that's where we'd start thinking about how your user is going to interact with the website that you're creating for your bracelets. And let me be very honest. Do you think they're coming on there to like peruse and, and read the next news story? No. No. They're coming to do what? They're coming to shop. Right. So we want to make it as easy for them to purchase your product as we possibly can, right? You know, my dad, yeah. You know, my dad was talking to me because he's also, he's a manager for City of Charlotte. He works in the tech field a lot. He works with JavaScript and all these things. And he's mm -hmm. also having like an effect on me also in tech. And him telling me, support, both of them supporting my business, giving me the money to buy the supplies. They, he was like, you need to get out page. You need to get out like pages and write out everything. You're, you need to see how much everything costs and all your profit. So when you sell your stuff, you need to get all that money back. So it just all comes in together with everything that he's telling me and everything that you've taught me about making my own business. That's fantastic. And he's exactly right because we have to plan. And here's the truth of it is when you create that app or that website, do you think that's going to be the last time you ever edit that site or app? 
Because when, cause when you have your own website, you have to edit it to let people know, like, if something's sold out, if something gone wrong with the website, if something's putting up. You have to always edit your website to make it better to people's appearances. Like, I could also ask, like, how's your experience on my website? What do you think I could add more to see what people would love to see? And, and you have to think about other people's preferences. I com- could not agree more. I think that's excellent. And that thought process is so important. Ava Louise, if you could start a business around games, would you do that? Around games. Around games. Would I do that? Hmm. I'm not really sure, but I do love gaming. I mean, if I had to, I guess I would. I would probably make a game about, uh, so you know the story about the gingerbread man? I would make a story, well, not a story, a game about that donut, about a donut (laughs) that runs away, and you're going to have to chase the donut until you catch it. And then the levels are going to get harder and harder and harder. And so on. I like it. So you thinking through creating a game with multiple levels is brainstorming. Now, let me think about what would we need in order to make that game happen? We would need some sprites. And what would have to look like a what? A donut. A donut. A person. (laughs) A person, maybe, maybe something, just an animal. Who knows? Who knows? Well, we have to have obstacles. Obstacles, definitely. And some backdrops. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of some places for the donut to hide, make it harder. There you go. Yeah. So have you now applied all of the different elements of design, design. data, and some programming, right? Mm-hmm. Because data-wise, why did you choose gingerbread man of all the things? Like, I wasn't even going with a gingerbread man, but is that popular? I don't know. You, you, you just came on me. I, I just thought of it because donuts I love. That's right. You do love a good donut. Uh, who doesn't I love, love a, a good, good donut? donut? Exactly. I, I, feel bad. I feel bad for the people that don't. I feel bad for the people that don't. <laughs> You feel bad for people that don't that don't like a uh, that donuts. don't like donuts. I yeah. mean, they are delicious. Let's just be honest. They're yeah, they're fantastic. missing out. They're missing out. I mean, that's an easy way to to. Everyone loves a good donut. I mean, I do exactly. Include it. All yes. right. So here's what I want to ask you guys uh, or ladies next. Ladies. As you begin, and and this really begins to ask Whitley. As you start to go into your high school career. Yes. What are some other skills that you would like to learn or know or now feel more confident that you can learn as you begin to craft your next steps in your education? Mainly, I would I would really want to learn more on working as a team. I I I I'm I'm working on team. I don't know if I, I don't really like groups because of how they kind of work, um, but I want to I want to work on teamwork and how I can push myself to stay in a group and me not just try to ex- like excuse myself from the group and do my own part and then come back. I want to learn more about how to bring myself into the group and to take charge and to have everyone else take charge inside the group so that we can all work together and have a finished process so everything goes by smooth. I think you can probably do that. I think that that's, a, that's an achievable 
um, concept. Is there a programming language that you would be interested in learning as you begin your high school career? Language as in coding language? Mm -hmm. Would you like to learn something like Python? Would you like to know more about JavaScript or Java? Would you Probably be JavaScript. JavaScript. And why yeah. is that? Um, I don't really know. I mean, I don't know a lot about all the codes. I haven't really heard a lot about them or, and, and all the different ones. But um, I've heard that more often. And I heard that there is a lot to do with that. Has, JavaScript has a lot to do with different codes and computers. And I'm trying to get into computer science. So I'm thinking that I might look into that. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that would be probably a key source of, of JavaScript is a great script, it's a scripting language, and it helps to give um, pizzazz, a little design, it gives dynamics to a website or to an app. So as you continue to learn more about HTML and CSS, the next step really would be JavaScript. Right. All right, Olivia. What is something else that you might like to learn as you begin to step into the eighth grade and you begin thinking about um, your career and where you would like to take it? I would definitely like to learn JavaScript and Python because my dad, he definitely works with a lot of Python and all this stuff because he has to like, if something crashes, he has to like go and fix it. And he's very hands-on with his job. And I also, I want to learn JavaScript because I've started that a little bit with being here with you guys, but Python seems like a little more expertise, but I want to learn it. So I, it's something that I know how to do. Well, I think it's a great, Python is, an, is a language that um, we're going to be doing more with ourselves within the organization because it's a really powerful language and it's, it's simple. Um, and you can do a lot with just a few lines of code and that's, really helpful because the 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 shorter that you can make your code the faster your program is going to run Ava Louise what is something that you would like to learn as you continue on your educational journey fifth grade um, oh my gosh fifth, fifth grade. grade I can't even believe it I can't even believe it yeah uh, the first question I forgot to say I'm 10 years old and I'm going into fifth grade just Love realizing it. that. <laughs> um, so while I'm going out to this, I want to stay in Dottie Rose. And I feel like I really want to learn um, more about, as Whitley was saying, and Olivia. They were saying, like, they want to learn more about a certain type of coding. I want to learn more about using, well, the same thing, but, like, Using it on paper, like actually, like just the thing is like using the number coding in different binary code. words. Yeah, binary code on mm -hmm. words. So, and I think what you, what I'm hearing each of you say is, as you've begun to learn the skill, now you're really ready to take it to the application phase. So. Even with the work that we've done within our organization and in introducing and getting you over the hump of being nervous or scared about using tech, now you're ready to use it for an application. Is that what I'm hearing you each say? I'm seeing nice. Yes. You're going to have to say yes, yes to the people. Can <laughs> yes. <hear you>. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, this is great information. And 
What I want to share with you is that these three young ladies have taken the opportunity to come and talk to us a little bit about their, their role with Dottie Rose, but even in addition, have shown that once we open up the door for them and allow them to see different ways in which you can apply your own unique genius to find your, your spot in the world of tech, it opens up an entirely new new base of opportunities that they didn't know that they had. And so as we continue to think about encouraging and moving the pipeline, what I hear from each of these young ladies is opening up opportunities when they are younger to showcase that there are careers, there is skills, there is education all for them as they're younger and they can really begin to cultivate their skill set. The other thing that I hear, and I hear this over and over again as I've taught, is the application of what they learn. So once they've learned the information and the, the tech, the, the syntax, now they actually want to apply it. And that's core of what Whitley was saying. We were talking with a professional um, on our camp call this week, and one of the things she mentioned was the power of the team and the importance of understanding that there are lots of different roles that come together that actually make the team work. And so I like to hear Whitley say that because that is so important as you move into the corporate world and, and as you move into leadership. Ladies, I want to thank you so very much for your time and coming on to talk about your experience with us at Dottie Rose and then your experience with how you're going to carry this moving forward. If you could offer a piece of advice to a young lady that's listening, what would that piece of advice be? Olivia, I'll start with you. My piece of advice to any girl who's listening, do what your heart sets you to. When, so just do anything that your mind sets you to and don't ever put anything in your way because you think you can't do it. Because when I got here, I didn't think I could do any of this until I started practicing and doing more of it and, pra and going to more stuff that can branch me out. So just always have your heart set and never change what you want to do. Thank you. Willie? Um, I would, one thing that I would say that um, to the girls that are listening would be to try. Um, to try, it doesn't hurt to try. If you mess up, you could try again. Just try. Try, um, Try, try looking, try looking at a code. Try, try figuring out how to do code by yourself. Just look into it and try your best. It doesn't hurt to try. Perfect. Ava Louise. My thing is don't let anyone break your dreams. Always follow your heart. And I really hope that you will change the world. You will make it so that you always will know that you belong here. Well, I can't say it any better. Thank you, Whitley, Olivia, and Ava Louise. If you'd like to know more about what we do at the Dottie Rose Foundation, please find us at dottierosefoundation.org. Thank you from the bottom of my heart to these young, beautiful women. To all of you that are listening, know that our job and our role here on this radio show and within my work is to help continue to encourage the next generation to find their path 
find their unique genius. And for my heart, find it somewhere in the world of tech or computer science where they're able to really showcase all of their beautiful talents. Thank you to everyone for being here today, and I cannot wait to see you all on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to Coding the Future. Please join your host, Dr. Sharon Jones, for another edition next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll talk then.